0: But another thing that Tucker Carlson said that I really do just want to um, discuss with people, because I posted this article on my Substack last night, and this article, I want to just make sure people are aware of it, and we're going to read it, is about how words I never thought I would say, truly, truly, words I would never thought I would say. Tucker Carlson was talking about the idea of how if we are ce- celebrating abortion, that like that is that is a sacrifice. We are literally celebrating child sacrifice. And I gotta tell you guys, for those of you who are new to me and maybe you weren't following along, last week I released uh, photographs of a self managed abortion tour that I went on at a socialist reproductive justice conference last weekend you can find that information on my sub stack you can also find the clips on my on my youtube channel and on my second youtube channel my clip channel you can find all the information but i basically went on about a week ago a tour around how to have a self-managed abortion and i say this as someone who is pro pro-choice i am pro-choice i have been pro-choice my entire life i was a democrat for 20 years i was i'm pro-choice However, the self-managed abortion tour has made me rethink everything. And when I first went on it last week, I think I was kind of in shock about what I was seeing. But I've now had some time to process the information. And I want to just read everyone this article just because it it just flows so nicely with some of the things that Tucker Carlson was talking about in that speech around the the pro-abortion industry and how this is literally child sacrifice. I have to admit that going on the self-managed, what I'm going to call the bathroom abortion tour at the Socialist Reproductive Justice Conference last week, has absolutely made me more pro life not totally pro life but more pro life than I was before and um I want to read you guys just my thoughts on it and again you can find this on my substack carlin.substack.com and uh, if you want to support the work I'm doing and send me to my next socialist conference to cover that, please make sure you sign up as a paid subscriber at K-A-R-L-Y-N.substack.com for five bucks a month, 50 bucks a year. My work is entirely funded by you guys. I can't go to socialist conference without you. Um, and I do actually have a socialist conference that I do want to attend in a couple of months. And so if you guys want to see that happen, then now is a really great time to fund it. But let me just read this article and then we can move on and talk about Don Lemon getting fired from CNN. last week i brought you pictures from a self-managed abortion tour i went on at the collective power conference in that article i tried to present the facts in a detached if not slightly snarky way it was an accurate account of what they showed participants of the tour and i felt that level of detachment was important and i wanted to show you what happened and allow you to decide for yourself what you think Although I obviously have opinions about what I do, I don't want to force those opinions on anyone. I want to be able to give you food for thought and receipts to consider. But I've thought a lot about that tour in the last week, and now I want to share my perspective of how it felt to participate in it as someone who is pro-choice, but not that pro-choice. It made me more pro-life. There has never been a single moment in my life when I haven't been pro-choice. When I was in college, I remember taking it for granted that if an accident ever happened and I got pregnant, it wouldn't be a big deal because I could just get an abortion. It never crossed my mind to consider the product of conception, as the abortion activist called it on the tour last week. I never considered the product of conception a baby, a living thing, anything more than a clump of cells. I literally didn't consider it to be alive. My entire life, I had been taught that abortion would be there for me if I needed it. And frankly, I viewed pro lifers as nut jobs trying to force their religious values on others through legislation. Okay, I still view many of them this way. That's true. But the nut jobs in the pro abortion movement are no better than the nut jobs in the pro life movement. And last weekend, they made me do something I never thought I'd do. They made me consider being pro-life, and I hate them for that. I really do. I hate that the pro-abortion people have pushed the envelope so far that I really feel like the only sane option is to join a team that I loathe because they are actually the most humane choice. I believe options for safe, legal, and rare abortions are necessary. My reasoning is simple. As a woman who has been raped, I never want to take that choice away from women. Pro lifers seem to believe that the day after you're raped, you just get up and skip on down to the CVS to pick up your morning after pill before heading to the police station to report your rape. Trust me, it doesn't work like that. And I say that as someone who couldn't get out of bed for days. And it took probably three months for me to process what happened to me when it happened. If you only make exceptions for women who have been raped, if you're legislating against abortion and you say, "Okay, all abortion is banned except for cases of rape and health of the mother. If you only make exceptions for women who have been raped, then what's going to happen is a lot of innocent men are going to be accused of rape. So that's not ideal either. And we must make accommodations then because that, and that means a time period where everyone has the right to make the choice to terminate a pregnancy in a safe setting. No one is forced to do anything that they don't want to, but the option is there. We also need to protect people who have legitimate medical concerns that would force them to make what would likely be the hardest decision of their lives. Safe and legal abortion is necessary, but that doesn't mean it should be celebrated. It's a sad thing. Pro-choice, I can get behind. Pro-abortion, I cannot. And somewhere along the line, the pro-choice movement morphed into the pro-abortion movement. When I went on the self-managed abortion tour last week, here is the person who gave me the tour. Kim here, who is retweeting a cake. This is real. This wasn't just a shocking image that I used in the header image. The woman who gave me the self-managed abortion tour literally retweeted an image of a cake that says, fuck you, we will always have abortions. That's a real post. She was a nice enough lady on the tour, but that's a literal cake celebrating abortion. That's gross. Who does that? but it's not as gross as their attitude towards bathroom abortions. I'm going to call self-managed abortions bathroom abortions for the rest of this essay, because that's what they are. You are literally expelling a product of conception into the toilet in your bathroom. Remember, this is the lady who gave me the bathroom abortion tour literally wearing the name of the abortion pills on her t-shirt to celebrate them. On the tour, she told us that MIFE stands for Mifepristone and MISO stands for misoprostol. But she didn't tell us what the pills do or how they work together. I learned that later. Mifepristone kills the baby you're carrying. And after it's dead, misoprostol forces you to have contractions to force the product of conception from your body. You have severe cramps, as this is happening, much worse than the average period. The abortion activists call this pregnancy relief and a ritual of release. And I'll show you evidence of that in a second. That's quite literally what they call this. A ritual of Of release. As someone who practices the art of woo, I've done plenty of rituals of release. I've done rituals to release anger, heartache, negative feelings, even cord cutting rituals to release individuals from me and me from them. I suppose you could call a bathroom abortion a cord cutting ritual. But when I do a cord cutting ritual, I mean a spiritual or metaphysical cord, not the cutting of something that is attached to me in the physical plane. When you do your ritual of release of the product of conception, the guy told me that the bleeding is more than a normal period. A friend later told me that women should not look in the toilet during a bathroom abortion because it's not just that there's more blood. It's that there's more than just blood in what you're releasing from your body. Because remember, you're expelling the baby, even a little tiny one, from. so you're literally expelling body parts, is what I was told. There were several parts of the bathroom abortion tour that hit me especially hard and made me question my position. The first was when my tour guide said it would be really great for a friend to make a gift basket with everything a person needs to be comfortable during their self-managed bathroom abortion. She pointed us to this list of items, including PJs, herbal tea, a calming playlist, etc., that any pregnant person planning a bathroom abortion would love to have and suggested that we cr- we craft gifts- gift baskets in order to be a good ally. And you can see here. These are all the things that they would like you to put in your bathroom abortion gift basket just in case your friend is having a bathroom abortion and you want to help and support them. You can also see here for many pregnancy relief can be a ritual of release. So I'm not exaggerating when I say they're calling it that because it's literally on their signs that are literally in the self-managed a bathroom abortion tour that I got last weekend a gift basket for a bathroom abortion. That doesn't seem celebratory to me at all. The next thing that gave me pause was the idea of an abortion doula to hold your hand during the abortion. So on the self-managed abortion tour, we came to the bathroom, which is, of course, is the main event of where the bathroom abortion takes place because you're constantly sitting on the toilet, bleeding out the product of conception. And in the self-managed bathroom abortion tour, They had a stool next to the toilet and a sign that said, an abortion doula for everyone having an abortion. A doula is supposed to help pregnant women through the process of bringing life into the world. An abortion doula comforts a woman as she kills life. One of the viewers on my YouTube channel, who is a doula herself, commented, that an abortion doula was offensive to her and that her profession is not a handmaiden of death. I don't care how colorful you make the sign or the bathroom decor, that's messed up. And there are people who are making this their profession. They are literally getting paid hundreds of dollars for a bathroom abortion. This is NPR, National Public Radio. Covering this new profession of being an abortion doula just a couple months ago in December of 2022 and you can see they say they say somewhere early on in the article that people are making between two here it is an abortion doula does charge between two and eight hundred dollars per abortion to sit on a stool, and hold someone's hand as they're on the toilet, bleeding out the child. That, to me, seems a little messed up. But the shrine is where they really pissed me off. These people actually suggested that after a woman has a bathroom abortion, she head over to her spiritual shrine to worship herself. And there's a picture of the actual spiritual shrine that they had set up in the self-managed bathroom abortion tour. Now, some people have hypothesized that this might be a shrine to pray for the unborn life that was just ended during the bathroom ab- abortion. OK, that might be a reasonable assumption that you're, you're, you feel some set of remorse about just having had a bathroom abortion and you're like praying and sending positive energy to the soul that was lost. That makes sense. But that's not what this is. That's not what this is at all. And we know that it's not what it is because I want to just zoom in. And this is something I did not point out in my original article about the self-managed bathroom abortion tour. I want to zoom in on some of the things on that altar. We know that this is about worshipping the self, not about the baby. Because in the left-hand corner of the shrine, there is a sign with a woman's face on it, with her hands over her eyes, that says in small, almost unreadable text, Loving yourself is the greatest revolution. It's this sign right here. And you can see it better if you go to the Substack. Again, I'll pop this into the chat. It's carlin.substack.com. The article's pinned right to the top of the page right now. You can see here that there is tiny, tiny writing on this object. Almost, it's so small that I actually overlooked it the first time I looked at it. And what that writing says is, loving yourself is the greatest revolution. This is a shrine about worshipping the self. This is not a shrine about worshipping or praying for or meditating for the unborn child that was just bled into the toilet. This is not a shrine about praying for a soul that was lost. It's a shrine to worship the act of abortion as an act of love. I'm going to say that again. This is a shrine to worship the act of abortion as an act of love because they believe that loving yourself is the greatest revolution. And not for nothing, but this white statue right here, that one, that white statue on the corner, that's a literal fertility statue. They have a literal fertility statue on the self-managed abortion shrine. You can't make this stuff up. I almost ran out of the room when the tour was over. That's the truth. I, and I haven't talked about this publicly, but I, when the, that, was, that was one of the last stops on the tour. I almost ran out of the room. By the time we got to the spiritual shrine to worship yourself after your bathroom abortion, I was beginning to feel physically ill. When the tour concluded, I almost ran out of the room. I never took it seriously when someone said pro abortion activists were a death cult. But it's true. They're a death cult. They celebrate abortion, they glorify it, they make it into a group activity, they build literal shrines to it. It is their ultimate sacrament. They are literally the high priestesses of abortion. That's sick. And I can't get behind any push to normalize this. So where does that leave me? I'm still pro-choice because I will never throw rape victims under the bus. But I refuse to join a death cult. And I don't know if we exist in a world where we can ever get to a reasonable compromise and return to safe, legal, and rare. So I guess if the choice is between life or death, I choose life there is no other reasonable option. It didn't have to be that way. So guys, that is my article about my personal feelings about going on a self-managed bathroom abortion tour at a far-left socialist reproductive justice conference last weekend. If you want to learn more about that, head over to Karlyn, K-A-R-L-Y-N.substack.com and you can see all the pictures, especially if you're listening on the audio-only podcast. You can see all the pictures and you can judge for yourself, but this is the first time in my life that I've ever seriously considered being pro-life. Not because I'm enamored with the pro-life movement, because I'm not at all. I am not a Christian. I actually believe that nothing ever really dies and that aborted babies can come back as future babies as a, from a spiritual perspective, which I know is going to get me in trouble. But that's what I believe. I believe that when a woman has an abortion or a miscarriage, the soul of that child is still alive. Like, it just isn't human, and it can come back as a future child. I actually think that's a lovely thought. I don't think that's an evil thought. I think that's a lovely thought. But what I can't do is get behind building a spiritual shrine to worship yourself after you have bled your unborn child into the toilet. And to have a literal cult that is celebrating this and baking cakes for it and and doing God knows what. I can't. I can't. I really can't. And so I wanted to share that article with everyone. That's my perspective. Again, still pro-choice because reasons, but it really did make me uh, look at it differently. And I hope that you guys see it differently as well. And let me know on the sub stack if you have thoughts about that.